Welcome to the fourth episode of Love Your Truth. I'm Becca. I'm Sophia. Love Your Truth is a podcast about personal journey in regards to one's sexuality. Our goal is to destigmatize common misconceptions and educate our listeners about the LGBTQIA plus community. Throughout the series, we'll be interviewing people from this community as well as heterosexual people. By doing this, we want to show how everyone's journey is different and how it is similar in regards to being who you are. That's why it's so important. You have to be who, be true to who you are, and that's what makes you a hero. Love your truth. Um, today, we are going to discuss topics surrounding the transgender and non-binary communities. Um, just to clarify, transgender people have a gender identity or gender expression that differs from the sex that they were assigned to at birth. And um, some transgender people who desire medical assistance to, transi- to transition from one sex to another identify as transsexual. Um, non-binary is a spectrum of gender identities that are not exclusively masculine or feminine. And um, yeah. <laughs> um, today we're going to interview Roz and discuss their life as a non-binary person. Um, and then um, non-bi- non-binary is defined as a person who de- doesn't identify with a specific gender. And um, being transgender is defined as having a different sex than the one assigned. All right, so Roz, you want to say hi? Hi, guys. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here and getting up and doing this. Uh, So without further ado, we'll start this interview. All right, so um, Roz, what are your sexuality and pronouns, and have you come out to your family? Um, Well, I identify as a lesbian. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and I am out to my family as a lesbian, but I am not out to my extended family as genderqueer, which is my gender identity. Um, why haven't you told if... them about your, um, your gender identity? Um, I think that uh, non-binary genders are very new in the like public imagination, and a lot of my extended family are much older people. And I just think it would be a lot for them to wrap their heads around. So I'm trying to decide um, if, you know, it's important enough for me to go through that, like, very taxing process (laughs) of explaining to them what's going on with me and, like, training them to use, like, they, them pronouns. Because I do do still, like, use she her pronouns in some environments. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, It's... You know, I'm just, but I am trying to decide whether it's a big enough deal to me to go through all of that. Yeah, I'm sorry that like you kind of have to decide that. I feel like it's personally, I feel like the whole coming out process is a little overrated. You shouldn't have to declare that you're what your truth is because it should just be up to you and nobody else should like get a say. And unfortunately, sometimes they do. Um, yeah. Uh, so what have your experiences been like coming out to your friends and family and like how did they respond to your um, gender identity and sexuality? Um, well, I came out as first as bisexual, then as a lesbian in eighth grade. 
and it went really well like across the board um i have a uh, my grandfather is gay and he's been out since the mid 80s so um everybody was pretty used to the idea of having a gay family member and so it wasn't like a big deal to anybody and that that journey's been pretty easy i have been my gender identity is something that i've been like thinking about and talking about a lot more recently like within the last uh six eight months or so how long have we been at home in quarantine a long time it was like right before that (laughs) oh god um right before all that happened that i started talking to people about it um and you know it's i most of the people that i told have been people in the queer community because most of my friends are queer and they have, you know, responded really well and, um, you know, been super supportive and good about the pronouns. And, um, you know, I've never told anybody who wasn't, like, understanding and supportive, but I think it's because I've been very particular about who I tell. Mostly because I feel like it's kind of a personal thing, if that makes sense. Because gender is so complicated and it is so specific to a person that I feel like... To, it's a it's it's more of a personal thing for me and so I tell people who I already trust you know I mean I told both of you because I wanted to like be on this podcast and be an advocate and like talk about my community but in general I don't like tell everybody so I've, I've, I've been choosy which is the reason why it's gone well across the board I would say yeah I, I totally understand that I mean it's I mean, for me, I don't tell people about my sexuality unless they ask. It's like, it's not like me being in the closet or hiding. It's just me not wanting other people's opinions or like to get into it. Like it's not their like thing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about um, how you decide like who you tell? Like what what's the decision-making process about like who you tell exactly? Um. <laughs> If they're my age, it's usually um, if they're queer or not, (laughs) Um, because that's like an automatic, like this person probably knows what this word means, and this person probably has met a person who was non-binary before, and it's going to be cool with it. Mm -hmm. And um, that's sort of the main criteria. And then among adults, I don't, you know, I don't really tell a lot of adults, just because they're not that good at um using they them pronouns and it's you know i i I do believe that it is important for people to be visible and come out and like make people aware that um there are people in their lives that have like different kinds of identities however um it's easy to say that but it's less easy to do you know of course because it requires Mm -hmm. a lot of work yeah Yeah, i totally get it um um has there ever been a time where you were like mistreated because of your sexuality and gender identity or um you know we live in a super accepting community so any um like negative experiences i have had because of being genderqueer or a lesbian have been much have been very subtle experiences about people's like reactions to me and the way that i look and like their their sort of questions that they ask me um after like I let I tell them that I'm gay or 
whenever um it's i have experienced no outright hostility and i'm really grateful for that um but i have you know experienced like people who think they're being funny like calling me their lesbro um which is not great but you know it was it was didn't come from a place of like malicious intent it did come a place of not understanding at all um what is going on (laughs) yeah um have you ever like had internalized like I i don't know like just felt uncomfortable with yourself for being who you are Oh yeah, <laughs> I I think when you live in a world that like doesn't show you people that are like you for your whole life and like doesn't really tell you that you're normal, there's definitely gonna be like thoughts in your head that are like, is this is this for real? Am I for real? Like still to this day, I'll be like, am I really a lesbian? Like I have a, a girlfriend. But still, I'll be like, am I am I really gay sometimes? Just because, like, it still sometimes feels like such a crazy idea, which is so... It's ridiculous, but, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do sometimes. Almost like it's gonna be, like, a phase. Like, everybody says it will. Yeah, exactly. It's like, if people tell you things enough times, eventually you're gonna start thinking that you're true, that they're true. So, you know, I've I've definitely worked on, like, being comfortable with myself and, like, being proud about it but I still um for sure I think everybody in the community has some level of like discomfort with who they are just because of the world we live in mm-hmm. uh have you ever had a uh, body dysmorphia or um no I so I identify as um non-binary non-binary and genderqueer but i do not identify as trans because i don't experience Mm -hmm. um dysphoria no Mm -hmm. um uh have you ever like felt that you well no i think i think you already answered that one i was gonna ask if you had ever felt like you had to hide who you are but I think the answer is yes. Um, can I ask? Yeah. That? <laughs> um, so, would you ever change your sexuality or sexual preference if you could? Um, you know, I think there's a time where I would have answered yes to this question, especially since I fe- I feel like um, my being a lesbian has a lot to do with like how I present myself to the world, and sometimes like being a person that people perceive as female and also like presenting as masculine is jarring for some people and it makes them like see me differently and that you know that's something that I don't always want to happen so for sure I think when I was younger I would have said yes to this but honestly no I think being like queer and part of the queer community has one of is one of the greatest things that has happened to me. I, I love this community. There's so many like incredible people, and I think by virtue of having to go through this process of like self discovery and like coming to terms with who you are, people who are openly queer are some of the like usually some of the most self aware and um like in- just interesting people to talk to, and also like being in a queer relationship there are no like rules because there's not like this years and years and years of precedent for what it should look like and like there's no roles and there's no expectations and you can just like 
you know, be yourself and have a good time with the person that you like. And that's kind of it, which I think is incredible. Well said. Thanks. Are there like any misconceptions about your sexual uh, sexual preference and sexuality that you kind of would like to fix? Um, well, I do want to um, point... I, I do notice you're using the phrase sexual preference, and I know that you do not mean any harm. However, um, sexual preference is a term that has been used by people for a long time to, like, oppress gay people and insinuate that it is a choice. So I I know that's not your intention, but I do want you to be aware of that, because that is a misconception people have. It's like, it's a choice that you make. It's something that can be undone. Um, and also, like, I feel like a lot of people have this misconception that um, lesbians hate men <laughs> and that's, and that's I hate, why I hate when that happens <laughs> I hate when people bring that up um, yeah yeah. it's like yeah. Lesb- you hate oh you hate men that's why you're a lesbian I'm like no I mean like <laughs> men are annoying sometimes but that's not because I'm a lesbian it's because I'm a, like a female person and <laughs> you know living in this world <laughs> and um I, yeah, I think just, the misconception that lesbians are, like, man-haters is really, like, it's just... Absurd. Um, what's yeah. it? Absurd. Yeah. And also, um, it's, like, it also just puts the, like, men at the center of the conversation again, which is so annoying. Like, it's, it, it's totally not about you, you know? But the, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, men want to be involved somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're trying to stick their noses where they don't belong. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, just out of curiosity, what term would you rather like? What term should we use instead of sexual preference? Um, I would use sexual orientation. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just it's. Thank you for like letting us know because there's just so many like terms that you think are okay just because you've heard them, but then the actual truth behind them is just so dark and like, right. Yeah, language is very complicated, and it's really important in this community, as I'm sure you've figured out. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know, I don't know if you've kind of experienced this, um, but, like, even though this our community is kind of great, and a lot of people are very understanding and open to a lot of changes and a lot of, like, unique ways of self-expression, um, have you kind of experienced any discrimination in the community? Um, because of uh, your sexuality or your like gender identity, um, you know, I discrimination is a a big word and a strong word, and I I don't know that I have because this is such a like by and large progressive community. However, I do think that um, a lot of people like make my sexuality a bigger part of myself in their heads like sometimes I feel like my classmates um I in in an English class that I had at one point we were talking about slurs and the use of slurs and I looked I was talking I was giving an example of like who can and cannot use the word dyke and I was like I can't because I'm a lesbian and um just to give an example of like the way people reclaim terms and um and then a lot of people started like I don't know it's, it just seemed like being a lesbian was a really big deal in in their eyes and then that became like a big thing about me mm-hmm. um 
so I wouldn't say discrimination, but I do think people look at me differently sometimes. Yeah. That sucks. Um, what advice would you give to someone who has yet to come out? Um, I think the most important thing is that you are okay with yourself and that you know who you are and that you love who you are because, you know, people by and large are going to be better about it than you think they are, but you know, there's some, it's, it's still going to be hard some steps of the way. And the most important thing is that you are secure in yourself before you start letting other, other people in. Nice. Nice. Uh, what would you like to see from society in terms of how they treat people based on sexual orientation and like sexualities and gender identity? Oh, well, I think that this is a long way away but I really do think we need to get rid of like this idea of like the gender binary and gender roles in our society because so much of the like discrimination trans people face people and they put the box and then they're surprised and like horrified and shocked to find out that they are act they actually don't fit there or they can't figure out which box to put them in and that's really why a lot of trans people experience so much violence specifically um trans women of color and i i think if we could just get rid of this idea that like you can tell a person's gender just by looking at them um it would make everything so much e- yeah 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 if everybody could get rid of that idea everything would be so much better but that is a long long way off and i think kids are taught that from so young like i work with um kids i work at girls inc I, as a volunteer and so often they're like you have short hair you're a boy and i'm like actually i'm not <laughs> because all sorts of people can have short hair and they're like oh really and then they like go off and they're like this rabbit is a girl because it's pink um <laughs> so it's like it's it's definitely very ingrained in us from a very young age it's gonna take a lot of work to change that but i think i think it um, also depends on where you right look like i know if you look more to the la area away from orange county and newport uh you kind of you'll, you'll see more of that happening just because they're more open and a lot more free in the terms that they express themselves mm-hmm. with just because there's a huge community in um la so i i have some friends there and like we go to right. them and i see their little siblings and like uh i think one thing that like i one day i was just, was just so amazed that this happened i just like i love this i saw this little boy wearing a dress and this girl like with really short hair and like she really liked it and i was i really liked that and i was like yay Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think also there's a culture of like in some places of like saying your pronouns mm-hmm. when you introduce yourself and I think that's more in like activist spaces and like mm-hmm. and I noticed that like a lot of but I think that's when, so like, important. Uh, GSA meetings and stuff and like if like two people from the community do end up um, like introducing themselves they do say their pronouns just because they are aware that not everybody's how they like they don't identify as how they express themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I think 
that's great that we do it, but I think it's going to be even more important that people who are not part of the community start. We should just do it. And I don't know how we make them do it, but they should. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll try to start that they're weird for not doing it. As part, as a member of the heterosexual community, I'll start. I'll I'll do it on behalf of everybody. Um, (laughs) Um, Can we talk about some? Appreciate that. There are still laws in place that prohibit like um, somebody from using their preferred uh, like sexual orientation on their documentation on their like certificate and whatnot and there are certain states that still prohibit like people from changing their um their gender to their desired gender um how do you think we should go about changing like how how do you think we should go about changing those those laws like in general You know, I think policy changes when you change public opinion because you can like lobby and you can talk to politicians, but all that they're going to say is like, my constituents don't believe in this. So I think changing public opinion and bringing the idea, like normalizing the idea of transness and like queer people and like the idea of gender as being more complicated into the public eye in a lot of places where it isn't usually, I think it's really important. And I think. Part of that is just, like, representation in the media. People tuning into their, like, favorite TV shows and seeing a trans character who isn't, like, a sex worker or gets martyred by the end of the episode. Um, uh, not, not to, like, shame sex workers, but trans people are, like, almost all of the time in TV and movies are sex workers. And that's just, like, not what all trans people are like, you know? It's, it's just... Um, Stereotype? Oh my god, what is the word I'm looking for? It makes them seem less... Yeah, it just makes them seem less complex than they are. Um, And so I think positive representation in the media is going to be a big part of that. Now, I am not, like, a real activist or a lawmaker, so I don't really know about, like, the nitty-gritty of that, but I do think, like, making people aware is the first step. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a show. It's, like, a children's show, but I still watched it. Um, Shira. And they had, like really good representation like of the whole community they had a non-binary character and everybody was like <laughs> yeah i freaking love yeah, my that friends love um and like it was just so nice i think what really drew me to it or like what i really liked about it is that like you could say like oh yeah these characters are gay or like there's a non-binary person or like nobody like it just wasn't something out of the ordinary they never like they didn't have this big episode of like coming out mm-hmm. and like saying like oh i actually identify i use the pronouns like they them theirs and stuff like that it, it just was and i think that was really it was really neat to see mm-hmm. it happen in a kid show too specifically like a netflix show too that was like a big thing yeah like queer representation in children's so media amazing, is so though. like so you'll important. be i'm sorry this is a little bit of a tangent but like when I was growing up, like, there was, like, one, <laughs> like, literally one queer character that I knew, and it wasn't even canon in the, well, it was semi-canon in the show, and the, like, directors of the show had to say, oh, yeah, she's, like, bi or whatever. Like, outside, after the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after, talking about Legend of Korra? Um, after the show had already ended, <laughs> and I was, like, 
yay but i would have really loved to Mm -hmm. see something happen in the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah um right exactly there are also um i personally know somebody who went through this but um when somebody changes their like again this is this is going back to the transgender community because um we we've been talking about the non-binary community a lot today um but um the transgender community when a child like their children who are like who are transgender and they realize that and then they try to change their they go they take testosterone or estrogen and then they're prevented from playing um youth sports from like um because they previously they were previously another gender and so specifically like the male to female uh, transition because they previously had testosterone and so people think that they're at an, at an advantage mm-hmm. and so I know a friend of mine who uh, got their scholarship taken away because they were transgender and it was and yeah it, it oh was it was a really hard thing for them and so it was yeah I think um, I was kind of wondering like what you think about that exactly like just uh, like in for children specifically that they're being so publicly like they're being prevented from being able to transition because they're they're like they can't do the things that they still love to do are we okay so when you when you say children do you mean people under the age of 18 Um, or do you like like, i mean they're little kids there are some younger kids who of course realize that they're transgender when they're younger but like but for the most part i feel like people are people a lot of people realize when they're older because they aren't really given the, the, the like option or they aren't really provided with enough information when they're really young mm-hmm. right um i you know well yeah I don't feel super <laughs> qualified to speak on this because A, I don't know anything about sports and B, I have never taken like hormone replacement mm-hmm. therapy so I don't know about like the science behind that and how that all works um, but I do think that like I don't know if this is really re- relevant to the podcast but I think people put so much like <laughs> emphasis on like youth sports yeah. and it's like just let people have fun mm-hmm. just let people have a good time it shouldn't be so stressful <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's all I, um, <laughs> there, I know there are like many laws that like prohibit the change of genders, like of gender on like legal documents. Um, I know Indiana passed a law like this year about yeah. that. Um, like, what do you what do you think about that? Because pers- like I mean, I have my own personal beliefs that like you should be able to change it, but like, what do you think? And like, what if you could like give some insight on that? I mean, I totally, I totally believe that people should be able to change their gender on legal documentation. It's such an important step for trans people, and it just because you can be as like socially transitioned as you want, and you're out to like all the people in your life, or even if you like have physically transitioned and you go to the DMV and somebody looks at your driver's license and says F, and they look at you and like you have a beard or whatever, that's gonna be cause for like a bad situation if that person 
doesn't like trans people. Or they could think it's, like, a fake document. um, it's also... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because people just don't even, like, realize trans people exist sometimes. Um, and I, I think it's so important. And it's... I have a friend who, um, is working on, like, getting the sex on his birth certificate changed just because, like, so much of the time, like, when he goes to do, like, official legal stuff, he has to have such weird conversations with people. Mm-hmm. He would just yeah. rather yeah. not. So, like, I when I, like, fill out documentations and stuff like that, and, like, I see, like, what's your gender? There's male, female, and then other. Like, do you think that that, like, little bubble should be an option still? Like, or do you think it should say, like, there should be another bubble that says non-binary? Like, like not just in legal documentation but in general as well like to kind of help normalize like that there are many genders mm-hmm. well first of all i think the other is a huge 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 step for people for people at all to recognize that there is an other that it's not just male and female um because like trans people, bi- binary trans people are one thing for people to get their heads around, but non-binary people are a whole other like can of worms. Um, because we just like upend people's ideas of what gender is like. Um, but I I do, it does feel a little weird to just be like, yeah, I'm the other thing. So I always like it when there's like a like writing your own answer because so many non-binary mm-hmm. people have like mm-hmm. non-binary is an umbrella term, you know. And so many people, like, gender fluid, gender queer, agender, pangender, bigender, there's, like, everybody has a different word for what they, how they describe their gender because it's so freaking complicated. Um, so I do, I do like it when there's, like, a fill in your own, just yeah. as an acknowledgement mm-hmm. of, so, like, the complexity of it all, you So do you think that should be, all, like, know? that should be on, of available for people on their legal documentation? Okay. Um, yeah, I do. So I have a quick question. I, I know, I believe that everything is very fluid, and I believe this in terms of gender expression and um, sexual orientation and all of that, how, like, you're not going to like the same food forever. Um, do you think that, like, every time you go to, like, renew your license or just change something um, with legal documents, you should get the option to change, uh, like, the gender? That is really interesting. I never thought about that. Um, you know, why not? Gender is made up. Mm-hmm. We made it up. Why can't we mess around with it? Yeah. Um, thank you, Roz. That was uh, really good. That was I got a lot of information out of that. Thank you so much. I feel like I learned a lot today. Um. <laughs> uh, Sophia, do you have Great. anything else that you need to say that we didn't bring up already? Um, and Roz, if you have anything else that you want to talk about, go ahead and say it now. <laughs> um, I would just say that gender is super complicated, and I really appreciate that you guys are like, yeah, and I apologize if we like, like, did I don't not necessarily did something wrong, but like, had. Uh, I guess I, the word I'm looking for isn't coming up to my head, but like we, we just didn't know what topic, we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
we just honestly haven't been like representation is huge and we just haven't really seen that much of it or like it hasn't been as like in it hasn't been in the public eye as much as like being gay has so obviously there's you if you want to know something mm-hmm. you're gonna have to research it yourself um so and that and you right. know how the infinite is um <laughs> so yeah right yeah. you don't know what you're so looking I at is for apologize real apologize if we did have any misconceptions no you guys you guys were great and i think the important there you know your only misconception mm-hmm. was like the sexual preference term and honestly like you were so willing to like yeah. change I your language like if- and that's so important you just like respect who people are and if they ask you to make a change you just do it because at the end of the day it's like you you change how you speak with everybody might as well just do it a little bit more like you're not going to speak to your friends how you speak to your parents absolutely yeah thank yeah. you Roz that was, <laughs> absolutely uh, I agree with that really good segment we appreciate it yeah thank you so much for answering all of our questions and just putting <laughs> up with us <laughs> All right. Um, no problem. This is a great question. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening. Um, deuces.